You don't just start playing baseball and then instantly make it to the major leagues. You have to work hard to get there. You have to have a game plan to get yourself to be the MVP. The Most Valuable Producers podcast is not for the average agent. You can't be average to become the MVP. Just like in the big leagues, you can't just be a one or two or three tool player. You have to be a five tool player to become the MVP. You can make a difference in someone's life every single day in this job, in this career, in this industry. What's your game plan? This is your host of the show, Mitch Gibson. You are listening to the MVP Podcast. What is going on, everybody? It's Mitch Gibson with the MVP Podcast and the Agency Intelligence Podcast Network. Coming to you live from Indianapolis, Indiana for the Indie Tech Showcase Experience, the inaugural. Speaking of inaugural... (laughs) This is the inaugural podcast episode and the first time that I've had him on my podcast and I've known him for three years and one of my best friends in the industry, Mr. Steve Moore joins us from the insurance index, the insurance index, or is it the insurance industry index? Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So the overall concept is the insurance industry index. It can be found at www.theinsuranceindex.com. So I felt like the full name was a little bit too long. So we came up with the insuranceindex.com to be a little easier to use. And he does have an Instagram page with no profile picture, but we're going to change that this week. So by the time you hear this podcast episode, you he's either going to get it figured out or I'm going to help him get the Instagram and Facebook rolling pretty good for him on the index. So find him out, find him, Google him, search him, look up the insurance index. Um, it's not, not too hard for you to find, but to dive into that, cause I don't want to sit here and we're not going to, we can sit and, and shoot the shit all day long. But the most important thing that I think that we discussed today is, is what the insurance index is and why you, why you decided to create it and start it. For me, it's a massively valuable asset to the independent insurance agency ch- or agent channel or the industry channel for a couple of reasons. One, as a young agent and a young agent's perspective and being in a young agent's shoes, currently as I stand at 28 years old, it's hard for us first, first getting started, trying to find out and decide, you know, where should I go? What should I do? Where should I ed- get educated at? Where can I go to learn? Where can I go to uh, meet mentors? Where can I go to listen to podcasts? Where can I go to get digital webinars on how to, you know, how to sell, set up automated sales processes? Things in that nature. What is the insurance index and how, how has it become such an important piece of your, your, your life and puzzle? Absolutely. No, you did a great job there. So I'm glad I've apparently relayed what it's the concept very well. And, uh, you know, the, the goal, you know, just kind of take a step back was I, I was with Allstate and their technology organization for about 11 years. So I had a really strong background in insurance technology, uh, had a vast amount of experience with captive agents. And then I took a role in the independent world. And I really struggled to find information about, so, you know, who integrates with who, what, what events are out there? What should I do as a sales and marketing executive coming into this space? Who do I need to know? Where do I need to go? And uh, from the product side, what products are people using? So I literally just started building my own database of information to use as Excel spreadsheets. And, um, you know, kind of as I got into the industry, I did a ton of events, right? If, if most people know me, it's, it's really just from being at events. And I kind of became the guy that, you know, people were at events and they would come up, hey, where are you going next? Which one should I go to? We're a new company. Where should we go? And, and, and it just started evolving from there. And it was actually during COVID time where I was like, hey, I've got all these spreadsheets. I've got some time. Let me see if I can turn this into a, an actual thing, an actual website. 
started working on it there and it just continues to grow as far as the amount of information and all that so it's, it's been a cool journey and, and i'm excited but it's yeah it's just really all about you know product knowledge industry influencer knowledge event knowledge and all that kind of stuff so it's still growing and evolving but pretty excited about the direction now there's, in, in my opinion i don't think there's anything that's quite like this out in the industry uh, as we sit current, which obviously now there is, maybe there are other different types or other different things like, like the insurance index, um, out there, but for, for, for young agents and I guess any new agents in general, I think we need to discuss the importance of, you know, you talked about events, what events should I go to? Why should I go to them? Uh, check out what people's, you know, thoughts and you know, reviews are on what that is and how you can one, almost in a nutshell, you could, you, you can find mentorship from the, from, from the site in a sense, if you use it to your advantage. I don't think people, when they first get started in the industry, truly understand the importance of education and evolving with the industry in my short six years in the industry, it feels like it has taken a 180 degree change of direction than what it was when I first started six years ago. Yeah. And I think so I've been around the insurance industry and, you know, on and off for the better part of 25 years. And I continue to say it's, it's the best industry in the world. I've jumped into a couple others and, and it's so unique in that technically all independent agents are competitors, right? They're captive agents are competitors, but everyone is so willing to share information. You know, it's, very much a learn from one another uh, type of industry. And because of that, I feel like it all, people almost fall into the trap of just doing what everyone else is doing because that's just how I it follow the leader done. type. Yeah, of just follow yeah, the leader. Yeah. And that's great, right? Because you, you have people to lean on. But to your point, as, as young people coming into the industry, it is incredibly overwhelming, right? Like, what's an AMS? What's a CRM? Why do I need it? You know, you got the phone systems, you've got leads management systems. Vend- I mean, it's just overwhelming. And to your point, really just learning what podcasts are out there. What, who's you know, Who should I listen to and who should Who should I? you listen to? Yeah. And the goal of the site. So right now it is, it, it's a directory, right? And it's searchable. It's got a lot of information out there. As we evolve it, the goal really is to, to take it down a path of, you know, hey, I want to, uh, I want to go to a, an event that Jason Cass is speaking at in the month of March, you know, and then it'll, it'll just return that information or, uh, I use this AMS system and I'm looking for a CRM. So which CRMs integrate with that? And I'm also part of SIAA. So I want to know only the ones that are approved for SIA, you know, whatever the case sure. is. So just really to filter down. So now you're not seeing 27 CRMs that you have to search and figure out. You're only getting back the five results that make, make the most sense for you, depending on your size, location, and, and your focus, whether it's commercial, personal, whatever the deal is. So it's an evolving thing. Um, one of my biggest challenges, honestly, is just trying to stay focused and narrowed in on, on the ultimate goal of it because you do hear so many great, uh, so much great feedback. You know, everyone you know talks about how needed it is and all these great ideas. And then it's, you know, it's my job to stay focused and deliver on, on what's best right now. And, and even more so, like how in-depth things that I've looked and I actually was just sitting here looking at the website on my phone as we're sitting here on this podcast. What I think is really, really cool, too, is. Some people sometimes and I've just I've had this on a podcast. I've had this talked about this discussion on a podcast before about making sure that you're wherever you're working at or where you're trying to take your career path. Make sure that it's the right place for you, right? Like sometimes it's just a not a, not a good fit, and that's okay. It's not something to freak out about. You just need to make sure that it's a right fit for you before you waste six, seven, eight years of your life. Like I talk about, I'm so blessed that the agency that I'm with. Sometimes it just doesn't work out for people, right? I, I've wanted to quit sixteen different times, but that's just part of staying the course. If it doesn't fit for you, find a way out. 
there's job listing stuff that some of these approve. So you have, you have what, what I'm assuming the index, they get their index verified or whatnot, kind of yeah. similar to a verification profile, meaning that, 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 that person or that, that they've, company they've kind of has validated their system or something. Yeah, right? so the basic premise of the site is um, everybody's going to be listed for free, right? Like I, I'm, a lot of the sites that are out there are either by networks or associations. And of course they're only going to promote what they, what they approve of sure. and potentially who's paying them. So the, everyone will be listed on there for free. Then there's a second tier, which is, and then, and then most of those free things are, are done by me or, or people that I, I work with that just are pulling down lists and adding information. So the second tier is like a company comes in and verifies that listing and says, yep. You know, and then they can obviously improve what's on there and add information to it. So then they're kind of in as, as we're saying it. So they're, they're on the site, they're involved and, and they're built on it. Um, the job section is something that's going to be coming really soon. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to announce yeah, it. No, if it no, was it's coming. Great. It's okay. on the site. <laughs> okay, and cool. it's actually a great, great conversation because when I started the site, jobs and careers were not part of what I was looking to do. But I talked to so many people and, and so many people kept saying it was a needed resource within the industry. So as people get listed and verified on the site, you know, there'll be opportunities to post jobs. And, and initially it's going to be at no cost. And then obviously, you know, as we build it up, that'll hopefully change. And, you know, we can potentially do some recruiting and all that. But I think it's a, an important point about the site is that, um, you know, obviously at some point, you know, that the goal is to, to make some revenue and, and some income on it. But as I build it out, um, you know, again, all the companies can get listed for free, coaches, podcasts, everything, all the events and such. It will always be free for agents. That, that's like one of my, probably my line in the sand guiding principles is that an agent is never going to pay for access to the site. They're our community. They're the people we're serving. So why are we going to charge them to get access? There, you know, there, there's some partnerships and different things I'm working on on the vendor side that will certainly uh, involve revenue generation that, that we'll kind of see how that goes. But there's no real direction there. But 100%, this, an agent will never pay to get on the site. What's going on, loyal listeners? It's Mitch Gibson with the MVP Podcast, stopping you in the action of the podcast. Promise you that this will only take a second. Are you a local independent insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? Well, look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and do what we're here to do grow your business. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about nationwide brokerage solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. That's nbsbrokerage.com. Let them know that the folks at the Agency Intelligence Podcast Network sent you. It just is me actually like, sincerely not even knowing this answer. I've never even asked this question before, but if, would you say that at some point, maybe a goal would be that I, if I wanted to learn how to step-by-step guide or a webinar on how to actually integrate this system with that system, that potentially could be a for, you know, a foreseen yeah, that, future pretty I would, quickly. Right? I would say that would be phase three, right? So phase one, build out this directory. It's one thing to have all the listings. It's another thing. Okay, who do all these companies integrate with? Who are they partners with? That that piece I'm building out now, and that'll become a, a relationship data searchable type of thing. But then that ultimate goal is to truly become that that spot to grow and learn within the agency. That may be done via people that do that already now, or you know, could potentially do some content on our own. But certainly, 
there'll be some partnerships that uh, with with people that I know and trust on that side to to really deliver that. There's some great people out there that are that are you know sharing that kind of content. But yeah, I think it, the goal is really. There is no good resource of, of integrations and partnerships and, and approved this and that. So we'll be building that out as well. I'm going to selfishly, since you're sitting here at, at the Indie Tech Showcase experience, we're, we're literally sitting here live. If you can't obviously hear in the background, there's demos going on, like actual live demos. I think what's happened in Client Circle, maybe. Um, actually, no, Cake. Cake. That's right. Not cake by the ocean. Isn't there a song called that? Um, yeah, there's live live demos going on. I mean, every it, this open concept is super, super cool because it's very super interactive. Everybody's engaging um, with the, with the tech vendors. And it, it seems like and I don't know what you've experienced. And this is a this is a maybe a me learning, wanting to know a too much question. But it, would you say that compared to other conferences that this one has been more so the, the, the attendees or the, the people that have come here as, a, you know, the agents, producers, whoever that might be, are more engaging because they're here to purchase tech or they want to, you know, move forward with yeah. it? Or how's that? What, what are you seeing differently? So I feel like, you know, again, I've done all the events for a lot of years and I feel like this type of event is a, it's a niche event, right? It was really targeted towards young agents, technology forward agents. And those, both of those things don't have to be true. You can be tech forward and not young, but the coolest thing for me is I think even on Tuesday, right? So day one, I don't think you were expecting that many people. To be I, I, really was, I really you wasn't. literally had to bring in tables and there, there were classes by top guys and gals from like eight in the morning till five at night. And that same seat was filled at eight in the morning that it was five at night. Nobody left. Classes have been totally packed, and, and it's kind of funny as a vendor because we're like, oh, you know, we wish there were more agents in here. And it's like, no, dude, they're learning. Like that's what they should be doing. Sure. It's your as a vendor, it's your job to get them to your booth. If you have your demo, it's your job to get them to the demo. Um, you know, but I think from a, from the event standpoint, this type of niche event is great. I think it's proven to be a valid thing, and uh, you know, I'm excited to be a part of it. And, and this is like you said, it's my first event for sure. Insurance Index, so I'll always remember it, of course. And looking forward to many years. I, people ask me all the time, you know, it's the future of events. You know, I, I do feel like in-person events will always be valuable. I've done a couple of virtual events and they're cheap. You can get a ton of people there, but there's no engagement. Whereas, you know, kind of now you're really engaged with folks and seeing it. And yeah, it's just been awesome. But I think the, the classes have been top notch, you know, given the vendors the ability to, to do a couple demos throughout and obviously doing this podcast is something that's, that's unique. So. Last question. I'm gonna let you go. Just because Ryan Hanley's standing here doesn't mean you have to say his was your favorite. But you know, in the last three days, well, I guess what what has been your most? What, who's your favorite speaker? Or what was what was I guess some of your favorite? One of your favorite moments? Yeah, I mean, I got I got to say it's kind of like I feel like it's overly obvious, but I've been telling you and Jason for a couple months now that I can't believe you guys were able to pull off that CEO panel. Me neither. Um, to have CEO of Ivan's applied. Vertifor, Zywave, and the PIA all sitting on a stage. I'm 100% confident that's never happened before. And, and to be able to do it at a debut event is, is awesome. And, you know, it just shows that the agents, you know, that the industry is moving forward. I think a lot of, you know, those bigger companies are, are starting to realize that they do have to be a little more open, a little more, whether it's integrations or data exchange, whatever the case is. So, yeah, it's kind of an easy answer. And uh, I think it went great. Like Peter did a great job on the, on the you know, it's a tough group, tough group to wrangle in there. But yeah, and, uh, you know, there's a, 
I just think a lot of the speakers weren't, you know, the deal. There's there's a there's a cycle of speakers that you kind of go to all these events and see. And I think you had Austin Moorhead from Lava Automation did a great job. I love Nick Obi. Oh yeah, um, he he did great. Uh, you know, uh, just people that you don't usually that's, normally that's see. And CJ, yeah, you know, awesome. Spiller. Oh my gosh. You know? So yeah, it's just a lot of that people that are doing it. Like you know, in their agencies every day, and are sharing that experience. So yeah, it was it was cool, and I think, it, like I said, every seat's been filled in every classroom, and that's a credit to you guys for sure. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate your continuous support. Um, like I said, Steve Steve's a wealth of knowledge. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to have a conversation about anything insurance related. If he doesn't, he just now got thrown under the bus to to receive some messages or book some meetings with you guys. He's more. Hey, I'm telling you, he's a wealth of knowledge. Get. Find find your group, find your crew, find the people that you connect with and that hold you accountable. Not only that, find the people that are going to make you better as not a person, but a, but a human being. And then Steve's one of those people. Steve, if someone did want to, you know, reach out, whether obviously the, the insurance industry index or dot com or whatever, but go ahead and give us your call letters or yeah, whatever. Absolutely. So again, the website's theinsuranceindex.com. Um, best way to get in touch with me personally is probably just on LinkedIn. I would love for you guys to jump out. I'm growing the, the LinkedIn page for Insurance Industry Index, so jump on that. But hit me up on LinkedIn, Stephen Moore, and uh, I'll be happy to chat. I'm always open to those conversations. I'm learning every day and, and look forward to it. You can email me at stephen.moore at theinsuranceindex.com. So it's S-T-V-E-N dot M-O-H-R. Um, or LinkedIn is probably the best way. I've literally, well, thank you for doing that, but I literally about forgot my freaking favorite part of my show. <laughs> and I've, with you not being on the show ever yeah. before, and this is the inaugural uh, insurance index podcast right. announcement, right. right? My five rapid fire questions. Okay. Okay. Some of them are good. Some of them are funny. The last question is something serious could make a difference in someone's life. But to start off, what is your favorite color? Favorite color is blue. I, I have probably seventy uh, percent of my wardrobe is some shade of blue. He's got a blue polo on for those that are are not watching because we don't have a camera out here. Uh, blue. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Anything with chocolate. Um, the more chocolate variables that are in there, the better. You know, if it's chocolate chips, chocolate brownies, and chocolate fudge, that's all good, too. If you could spend 24 hours with anyone dead or alive, whether that's for fun, whether that's for educational purposes, whether that's just because you wanted to learn how Benjamin Franklin created whatever he created. Uh, gosh, right now, I got to say, like, Elon Musk. Like, I feel like that, that dude, or maybe Joe Rogan might be a second but just guys that are so incredibly successful but when you look at them you're like how, how does that guy even get out of bed in the morning you know so just to, to go through a day and just see how they function would be pretty impressive and not like today guy like 10 years ago you know before before before, before, before it yeah. was something exactly before before the model y what was jim harris yesterday said the model y is the most purchased vehicle in the whole entire world. That's crazy. That's nuts. That's nuts. Anyway, moving on with the rapid fire questions because they're not so rapid today. Um, if, if you could visit or travel, go on vacation, or visit anywhere in the world, where would you go? I'm an Italy guy. I've been, but I you know, always want to go back. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing place. Italy. Thumb our pink, pinky up on some wine and, and a little bit, of, little bit of pizza. Last question. This is one of my favorite questions because this was a question that was asked when I listened to my first ever podcast. It was the question of 
If you had one piece of advice for someone out in the world that's either feels like they got kicked in the teeth, are getting kicked in the teeth, or contemplating, you know, a decision to make in their life, what piece of advice could you potentially give? Yeah, my thing is trust the journey, right? You don't know what that journey is. Everyone's on a journey, and and if, if you don't believe and, and feel that journey continuing, that's when you get frustrated and, and upset. Like, just know whether it's a, you, know, you kind of mentioned changing jobs and not not being in this, uh, the place you're unhappy with. I totally believe in there. Even in the insurance industry, you can be an underwriter, you can be a CSR, you can be a producer. You know, there's there's a number of different things, but just trust the journey. Don't get frustrated. Keep learning. Keep surrounding yourself with people that, that are successful and doing what you want to do and, and just ride that wave. Ride the wave, baby. Ride the wave. Steve, thank you very, very much for your time. Thank you for everything that you continue continue to do in our industry. Thank you for, you know, not only being a great human being, but being a, being a good friend. And it, it, it means a lot. And find find your find your crew, man. Find the people that, that make an impact on you and, and go learn from them. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. For Mitch Gibson, Stephen Moore from the Insurance Industry Index. We'll catch you next time on the MVP podcast and always remember that you can make a difference. Take care. What's going on, everybody? Mitch Gibson here with the MVP podcast. Got a question for you. This is a sincere question. Are dropped calls and poor voice quality slowing down your business communication? Think about that for a second. Gotcha. This is an ad. It's time to switch to a solution that keeps your team connected seamlessly. Introducing Lightspeed Voice, your gateway to a revolutionary voice over IP system designed to elevate your business communication and take it to the next level. With Lightspeed Voice, you get more than just a reliable connection. You get a feature-rich system that adapts to your business needs. Whether it's video conferencing, virtual voicemail, or call forwarding, Lightspeed Voice has you covered. Worried about the transition? Don't be. Lightspeed Voice offers seamless integration, making the switch to their voice over IP system a breeze. Their expert support team is here to guide you through every step of that way, ensuring that you have a smooth and efficient transition to your business. But that's not all. Lightspeed Voice is not just a communication tool. It's a strategic investment into your business success. Save on your monthly communication costs while enjoying top-notch service. You know what I call that? That's a win-win. Don't let outdated communication systems hold your business back from doing more. Upgrade to Lightspeed Voice today and experience the difference. I've experienced it, I promise. It is a big difference. You can visit their website or call them now for a demo and see at firsthand how Lightspeed Voice can transform your business communication. Lightspeed Voice, where every word matters and your business is always in sync.